Hello and welcome to the Wellness Trinity Podcast, where we interview top holistic experts and bring you natural solutions for modern day wellness. Let's get started with your host, Dr. Jacqueline. Hi, welcome. Thank you for joining the Wellness Trinity podcast. I'm Dr. Jacqueline from thewellnesstrinity.com, where we provide natural solutions for modern day wellness. So today we are going to discuss the gut-brain connection. I have a special guest on the show. But before we get into that, I'm going to just go over a little disclaimer. What we discuss in this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. What you do with the information is to be used at your discretion as the recommendations are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any diseases. So just a little ad before we get started as well. This episode was sponsored by Cellcore Biosciences. Creating supplements that work is what they do, and restoring hope and health is who they are. I have been using Cellcore's products and protocols for the last year, and I've seen incredible results with my personal clients. Cellcore provides solutions to modern day health challenges which help people regain their energy and have their health back. I am now one of their account managers for Oregon and the Nevada region so if you're in that area I'm your go-to girl and if you are not and you would like to become a Cellcore provider I can still help you get to the right person and to the general public if you're curious about their in-depth detox protocol which is absolutely amazing then um, I personally walk through this protocol with my clients and you can visit the wellnesstrinity.com slash detox. So today I have Dr. Steph Canestreo on the show and I met her at actually the Cellcore Eco Workshop a few weeks ago and we really clicked. We were talking about pregnancy and athletes and all kinds of uh, fun stuff and especially in the, in the realm of uh, functional medicine and how all that relates to it. There's a huge connection with people's state of health and how they're doing in the pregnancy, how they're doing uh, athletically, and, and so many more different ways that she's going to dive into as well today. So Dr. Stephanie Canestreo is a functional medicine practitioner through the renowned Institute for Functional Medicine. She is a chiropractor by trade and amalgamates the two worlds with a very unique approach to help her patients attain ultimate wellness. Her passion for helping others recover from chronic conditions related to gut-brain connections comes from her personal battle with brain-based inflammation that stem from serious undiagnosed gastrointestinal issues. She now uses her insights to help eliminate symptoms of any gut-brain-associated diseases or just increased overall vitality using advanced functional medicine testing, individualized supplement protocols, lifestyle medicine, acupuncture, soft tissue techniques, and mind-body techniques. She works with everyone from athletes in the NFL, um, NHL, PGA, professional tennis players, Hollywood actresses, to autistic children. She attributes her success to always learning and consulting with multiple experienced mentors in her field. So Dr. Steph, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. It's great to be on here. And like you just mentioned, we really clicked when we were just talking about toxicity and pregnancy and athletes. And um, I'm glad that we actually got to set aside a time, especially, I guess we have more time now with our 
<laughs> yeah, I know this world is definitely on fire a little bit, and um, it's definitely not something that anybody's, uh, any of us want to go through with this coronavirus and all the lockdowns and everything. Um, but on the other side, we get to do more fun things like this, where we can yeah. spread the word about natural health and wellness and getting to root causes of people's um, challenges here. So. Why don't we just start and why don't you give some testimonies that, that you've dealt with athletes? Because I know you deal with a lot of athletes. Yeah, so I work with athletes. I, I started off um, just solely with a manual practice as a chiropractor. And so a lot of my first clients were uh, actually NHL players. So I had done an externship with someone who was um, – you know, working with the Toronto Maple Leafs, I'm from Toronto. And so those people ended up being my clients and or patients. And at that time, I was, as you mentioned in my bio, I was going through my own health struggles. And um, I had found functional medicine and I found, um, you know, I was slowly being able to heal. And it was a whole bunch of strange symptoms that I had, but like, one of them had been anxiety. And, and you know, I would share my story with the athletes that I was treating and, and then they would start to open up a little bit more about what was going on, not just from like a mechanical perspective, but um, anxiety, gastrointestinal issues. And so I started treating them as my functional medicine patients as well. And I started and I found so many interesting and common findings with them. Um, but but what they report after doing all the testing, you know, we're clearing gut bugs, we're helping bring down their um, total body burden or, or toxic load, um, you know, different lifestyle um, changes. And they started feeling, you know, better on the ice. They could, they had more cardio endurance. They had, they would get hit into the boards, which would be like a normal occurrence and they wouldn't feel, um, as beat up and they needed less treatment. And then when I was treating them, what I noticed is, is their tissue started feeling better. So there are some patients that you, you, they have this like, you know, kind of their fascia feels stuck. Like it feels like a lot of hard work to kind of get them moving. Their tissue doesn't feel as healthy. And then I started noticing that they were feeling much healthy, responding to treatment better. I had to do less work. They had to, again, like I said, get less treatment. So I think that overall, when I look at, at a whole, as a whole of the people that are performing that have done the functional medicine, they just all seem to have better seasons. They're getting contracts that maybe they wouldn't have um, had access to. So um, it's been pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. I love the fact that you marry those two fields together. I have a background in personal training and mm -hmm. I used to find too that uh, this is actually before I even got into all this functional medicine um, stuff and naturopathy and things of that sort. Um, and um, I used to find that people would even have a hard time losing weight or sticking to a workout program because now that now I realize because they were really just not healthy on a cellular level and obviously exercise is a huge part of that but if we're if our adrenals are thrown off or our thyroid is all thrown off and we have all these gut bugs I mean it's going to be very hard to get up in even the morning and to just function yeah. <laughs> try to exercise and perform your best if you're an athlete so. yeah and like a lot of these guys are performing at this high level still but it's it's almost like I also see a lot of of alumni so a lot of ex-NHL players and you know 
they're a mess after they're done. It's kind of like, you know, they're, you're, you're, you're protecting them in the long term from these chronic issues. A lot of them are getting joint replacements and, um, you know, they're kind of aging really poorly. And so you're kind of trying to protect them from that as well, not just like the short term helping them to perform better. Mm-hmm. Can you expand on why they would be aging faster? Well, I mean, I kind of explain their population or or what as like a micro economy or society they go through. And it's, it's, you know, so their circadian rhythm is one that comes to mind first. At a time when the rest of us are kind of, you know, calming down for the night, they're ramping up to entertain us and to... Mm play a game of hockey they're they're napping during the day and then they're flying home right after the games like so there's a lot of flying we know there's a lot of toxicity in flying there's viruses there's radiation there's different chemicals um, that you want to protect them from they're they're not they're not getting to bed at a decent time they're staring at screens they're stressed out because they do have like a lot of pressure on them from media from fans from their own mental stress um family and so and although we all have that i think it's magnified when you have kind of the media overlooking that as well Mm. and they're also not in control really of what they're eating like their food quality they're they can, they're on the road a lot. They're eating what they're given. Their schedule's kind of set out for them and they don't have a lot of um, wiggle room to play around with that. So um, I think that they end up having a lot of toxicity and no one teaches them how to deal with it, right? So, and no one teaches them to either calm their mind or, you know, it's it's the coaches, the way they, and they're, they're over-treated with even injections. Like mm. they have more they're put on antibiotics more they're you know they have every vaccine all the time so like there's there's a whole bunch of different toxins that they get exposed to um that they're not taught to detox the teams don't look in or they haven't historically looked into their dna how are they detoxing functional tests what they're what actually looks like how their body's functioning nutrient deficiencies all of their gut bugs and they all share water bottles they overfeed on pasta right like they're they're still doing like pre-game pasta then pre the night before is pasta like it's just high grain high starch like low quality kind of food a lot of them so and it was even worse before so those alumni their joints are kind of a mess. They have different chronic diseases um, that come along with aging, but I'd say overall that they're aging poorly. There's also the whole trauma of them. They get hit a lot, right? So mm-hmm. this whole CTE kind of, um, you know, mechanism where you you have not only a hit to the head that's actually physically, but I, I explain it to people like a hit to the head is when you have a bacterial overgrowth and you eat a big bowl of pasta that's non-organic and filled with glyphosate. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. there's different ways that we're getting um, affecting their brains, and so they have a lot of a lot of mental mental emotional issues. Mm. Yeah, well, that just sounds like a nightmare the way you described it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm dealing mostly with the general public, not not athletes or people with that type of status. But it seems like 
for my general public clients, that's, it's almost magnified because of all of that extra uh, stuff that's going on. I mean, the general public doesn't have necessarily the media after them. Um, they're not necessarily traveling around all the time and not in control of their food. And then having to perform at that high level and getting hit all the time is like a whole nother um, situation in and of itself. So why don't we dial in and, and talk about why your motto is heal the gut first. So heal the gut first, that comes from, you know, my, my personal struggles. So I, I was having gastrointestinal symptoms my entire life and that eventually turned into severe neurological symptoms and you know and a tentative diagnosis of multiple sclerosis like based on these very scary neurological symptoms and a plethora of other symptoms and you know i remember i kept going into my doctor and i'm being like well do you think it has anything to do with my stomach with my diet with what i'm eating and i got like the typical thing that people got where no this has nothing to do with your diet you just have irritable bowel like go home learn how to deal with it or it's going to ebb and flow and kind of like just brush you off. And so that was my experience for most of my early years when I had no medical experience whatsoever. And, you know, as my digestive system got worse and, and then also stress came in to on top of it. And I was a student maybe living in a little bit of a toxic environment you know, all of those things kind of came together. But I think the biggest thing was my gut, because if my gut was strong, I could have probably dealt with all those other things. And then it turned into these really scary neurological symptoms. Um, where I thought I was having strokes, I was in and out of the hospital, they were injecting me with the dye and putting you in the CAT scan and you know, your brain looks okay. But I was not able to stand up, I was having to use like a wall to walk. And that was only one of my symptoms, one of many. And it turned out it was 100% associated with my gut and what I was eating. It was gluten ataxia in my cerebellum was getting inflamed and attacked based on the fact that I'm highly sensitive to gluten. Like I had um, a damaged small intestine, intestinal lining, which is what people get with celiac disease. But then if you don't have the actual gene, they don't call it celiac disease. But regardless of what it was, it was all stemming from my gut and, you know, my lack of nutrient absorption. And, um, and it's a place, so healing your gut first, it's a place we can access with people. We can change what you put in your mouth. We can um, find out what gut bugs you have and, and um, get rid of ones that are less beneficial. We can increase your beneficial ones. We can work on, you know, indirectly on your vagus nerve that helps your gut. Like there's, it's just, it's just accessible. And, you know, even if you look back to like Hippocrates and, you know, all disease begins in the gut, like, and, and you and I are starting to see it when you strengthen someone's gastrointestinal symptom, they have less symptoms everywhere else in their body, including mm -hmm. anxiety and in their brain. Yeah, yeah, totally. So you mentioned the vagus nerve, um, and I know you're an expert at that. So why don't you explain what that is and, and just expand on that. What is, what is the vagus nerve? How, why is this so important when we're talking about that gut-brain connection? So the vagus nerve is one of our cranial nerves, which means it begins in our brain, and it, um, it's cranial nerve 10. It's 
called the vagus nerve because if you think of the base of the word, it's like a vega or a vagabond or a vagrant because it's the wandering nerve. So it's the longest sensory nerve in our body. It starts, in, like I said, in our brain and it innervates our heart, our, our liver, our kidney, our whole intestinal tract down to our colon, not all the way to the descending colon, but it, it takes information from what's going on on those organs and it relays it back up to the brain and then it, it and it can affect all of those organs uh including your your gut which is a huge which most if you look at a picture of the vagus nerve most of its attention is going to your gut and your intestines and it it um communicates with your your gut in numerous ways through immune cells that are in your gut through the enteric nervous system which are all of the nerves that are is a whole separate nervous system uh, that is around our whole intest small intestine colon and we have more nerve endings in our enteric nervous system than we do in our spinal cord so mm. there's just tons of information that's relayed back and forth to the brain and we now know that the vagus nerve, even if, even if you don't actually treat gut infections, um, if you don't change the actual terrain of the gut, we now know that they're doing electrical implants on the vagus nerve and they're curing diseases just from stimulating the, the vagus nerve on its own, wow. like reversing multiple sclerosis or other rheumatoid arthritis and other like, so I know like a lot more studies going to go into it, but this vagus nerve has control over our parasympathetic side of our nervous system so our rest and digest side of our nervous system as opposed to our sympathetic nervous system which is fight or flight which most of us are in in this like kind of rat race busy lifestyle mental stress like a lot of that is just there's we've lost the balance so i just think the vagus nerve is really important um based on that and numerous other reasons so how do you go about fixing it or treating it? So, you know, outside in and inside out. So the vagus nerve, it's already known that, you know, treatment of your neck, your, your vagus nerve, if it exits back here, it comes down and goes down, um, down under your clavicle and innervates everything that I talked about before. Mm -hmm. And it, you can, so you have access to it you have access to treat it like manually when someone's neck is tight. So there's like a manual aspect. You can treat their jaw. You can get them to do um, exercises for, because it innervates your, your gag reflex. So you can do gargling, humming, um, singing, anything like that is going to be one of the ways that we can exercise the vagus nerve or, or we can actually treat it. We can do acupuncture from the outside in, right? You can even, do I even do abdominal massages on people and you know free up any like tension or tightness or or scar tissue that you feel and then there's from the inside out is is where I'm talking about where we start to access it through healing the gut right mm -hmm. if you have an inflamed gut if you have lots of overgrowths if you're um, if you don't have enough stomach acid all of these things well, first of all, if you don't have enough stomach acid, that's one of the things that the vagus nerve does. So if you're too stressed all the time, then you're not even making the stomach acid that is stimulated through the vagus nerve. Um, but yeah, so treating the gut, healing up the gut lining, getting the immune system right, 
bringing inflammation down because then when the vagus nerve is taking information from our actual gut, then when it brings it up to the brain, it's not saying mayday, mayday, you know, we need to go on high alert or create immune cells or whatever it is. So um, that's how I'm attacking it or not attacking it, but addressing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. There's all these different approaches that you put into it because uh, that's always my idea too. Now I don't do any type of um, like physical therapy or chiropractic work. Um, but, um, but even just using things topically like essential oils as well too. I mean that, of that course. Yeah, rubbing essential oils. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, attacking it from the insta inside out. Um, both ways are so important, like using the, you're, you obviously are a chiropractor, so you use all these different modalities with structure, which is important as well, too. I mean, if, like you said, if the, if the hockey player or, and someone in the NFL are getting hit in the head, I mean, mm -hmm. that, everything's just going to be thrown off. So yeah. how do we expect our body to be able to circulate our blood well and, and other mm -hmm. things that, nutrients and everything that needs to get to the right place if, if our structure is thrown off? Exactly. So, um, so, okay. So the, the vagus nerve, it goes, um, is there only, does it go both ways? Like the gut goes to the brain and the brain goes to the gut. Yeah. But 80% are afferent, which means it's collecting information from different organs and bringing it back up to the brain. And 20% are actually having the effects and making changes. So it's a huge kind of scanning system to see kind of what's going on in our body. So that, that I think is huge because if 80% of that like huge nerve is just um, scanning and, and assessing and taking information back up to the brain, like that's how important what's going on in our gut is to the rest of our body. Okay. Right. Okay. And if you think of our gut, it's like a hub and there's some research that I, I listened to someone recently talking about, and it's kind of like, the even the bugs that live in our gut um how healthy they are it's like a hub for the microbiomes in the rest of our body so our nasal microbiome our oral microbiome our wherever we have an orifice we have a microbiome even our skin has a microbiome so the health and, and it's like so it's like the central intelligence it's like um you know and then there's a whole bunch of different satellite if you think of central cia and then there's all these different satellite kind of CIA, <laughs> you know what I mean, though. And so they're the ones making the huge decision and influencing what happens in these other areas of our body. Mm, okay, okay. So you use the Cellcore protocol, right? The detox protocol. Yeah. I love Cellcore. Yeah. Well, and that's obviously why I met you too, because you're at the yeah. the seminar. Um, but it seems like even just within the last couple months, things have been rapidly. Um, I don't know if I should say changing, but uh, new things being incorporated into the protocol. Uh, mm -hmm. So how long have you been using the products, first of all? I was an early adopter. Like I, They only had a couple of products when I first started working with them. Okay. Okay. And then you've used the general protocol that they've been designing for the last couple of years too? or? Yeah, I would follow it as closely as I can. I'd add a little bit uh, here on there in there based on testing. But I mean, I have people now that I'm doing solely just their protocol and I'm having amazing results. Wow. Um, yeah. So what is it addressing? 
So, I mean, if you look at their protocol, it's addressing, it's taking steps and first addressing drainage or detox. So when we say drainage, we're talking about what actually, when we talk, people know about detox and it's your liver's always detoxing. You know, if we weren't detoxing, we wouldn't be alive. So we have detox, but we're not all draining very well. So the first phase, they're really focusing on, on draining, like making sure, um, gallbladder, pancreas, liver are all dumping what they need to, but then it's actually exiting the body. So, you know, you phase three detox is actually passing enough stool and a lot of people are constipated. So it's, it's, it's working on getting those bowels moving and, you know, along with how it can be like gut infections that stop the, the bowel from moving. It actually, the vagus nerve is in charge of that too. So, um, you're working on the actual drainage through their protocol and then getting them to do some vagal nerve exercises and then really get their bowels moving. Mm -hmm. And then the second phase is really um, cleaning up parasites, um, you know, bacterial overgrowths, candida, all of those kind of things that we were talking about that cause inflammation in the gut lining. Um, They cause you to absorb their toxins. They're just, they're taking in our nutrients and giving off toxins as opposed to something that our body needs, which is what good bacteria does. And so we're getting rid of those. And so we're doing a a clean, a cleaning of our bowel per se. And then we're kind of um, the next phase, we're building up the immune system, getting a deeper clean. and, And then people are feeling way better. They're feeling and then there's the maintenance protocol, which I mean, I'm always on stuff like biotoxin binder. I'm still take, I always take minerals. I take the mito ATP just because of how damaged I was. But even me personally, I, you know, I don't even know how many protocols I've done on myself. And I was feeling pretty good when I found the um, Cellcor Mimosa Pudica. That was the first thing I used of theirs. And I would say it went my stomach would be like, you know, 30% of the time it would still be acting up on me and I wasn't feeling well. And then after using para one, para two, and that's all I used at that time and a binder. I mean, it it was life changing for me. And then I like started, you know, okay, what are these people doing? And I, and I start listening to all their talks and I start, um, and then I'm like, oh, Tutka, this sounds like something I need. And then I start taking Tutka. And then I used to always have tons of, of, of pain during menstruation, like extreme, like extreme, mm-hmm. like I'd have to take days off. And, you know, then I introduced that and, you know, it supports my liver further. And I've done liver support. I've done liver cleanses and detoxes. And, you know, I add in Tutka and I have this huge change where I'm actually functioning every day of my of the month which you really should but it was the last thing for me that I could kind of get better for myself and then that's Mm -hmm. always huge to have these aha moments for yourself because then I can say confidence to people like exactly this is what I'm doing on myself like this is what and then I'm helping my parents my nieces and nephews my brothers and sisters and you know, and they're having huge changes. So of course, I feel confident to pass these on to my patients to, um, you know, mm-hmm. people who are very closely tested for what they're taking, you, you know, like these mm-hmm. athletes, they're trusting me, and I'm having to trust these products. And mm-hmm. so 
And so I do wholeheartedly, like very much so. And I find that they're, they're game changers because mm-hmm. we can change our diet all we want mm-hmm. um, and we can feel a lot better and we can t- do lifestyle measures. But, you know, when we're not getting down to the root cause of what's going on and we're not, we're, our world is so toxic now, it's almost impossible for us to, our bodies to do this on its own at this point. Mm-hmm. Right. So I just find, I find their, the products have just been, like I said, game changers for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you mentioned, you always go back to your story because it seems like everyone in this field seems to have some type of story or another. I mean, we're mostly trained to use the medical mainstream um, type of medicines and stuff until we have something that happens to us or a family member. And then we really want answers. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then we dig through every research that we can. And then we find something like Cellcore, which I agree, it's a game changer. Um, mm-hmm. I was actually offered a, a job to work with them. I, I wasn't seeking a, a job. I had my business. And um, mm-hmm. after thinking about it and praying about it, I realized, wait a second, I'm helping all these people with this protocol and with these supplements and they're seeing amazing results. And I know I've been there as a practitioner where you're kind of just throwing a bunch of things at people because you're seeing all these different things happening at once. Yeah. <laughs> and this really helps us just step-by-step step take mm-hmm. people through something that's really effective that, you know, sometimes in step or phase five or four, you're not, you shouldn't be dealing with that as much as what you need to be dealing with in the beginning, which is moving your bowels, like you said. <laughs> exactly. You know, and then if you don't move the bigger pathogens, like those big parasites, and then how, how are we going to have a nice detox when we start removing radiation and heavy metals? I mean, we're just not exactly. going to feel very good. So um, I hundred percent agree. It starts with ourselves. There's so many things that I've done for myself too. And, and even just recently I found I had this chemical toxicity um, just by doing a great plains test. Oh, yeah. I, I would have never known that if I didn't do that. So I started upping my HMET, my mito ATP and, and, and um, you know, some of the other therapies I do. And mm-hmm. it's incredible. It's, I mean, and, and then talking about the gut brain connection. I mean, our mental mm-hmm. clarity is better. Our energy is better. Yes. I mean, you Please. are one intelligent woman. I mean, I already knew you were smart when I talked to you and then even just picking your brain now, I'm just like, Oh my gosh, this girl knows so much. So just the fact that you're able to learn and process that much information is in of itself to me shows that this works when, when you were talking about how you were just barely walking, trying to get, you know, using the wall to, you can't process information the way you process information now. Right. No. And, and also I had chronic fatigue as well. And I couldn't, my brain wasn't working. Like I was having the symptom where you're reading the same line over and over. Like I couldn't learn anymore. I went from like a straight A student my whole life to like, I can't read a paragraph and focus on it. And I had chronic fatigue and I, I, and I knew I was going into a career where I had to use my body. So I was like, I'm not going to last in this. So these types of protocols and even um the amount of people i was able to see and the amount of people i can help now because these companies have helped me is just huge mm-hmm. yeah and that, and that's what's key i feel like um i had another company that has different products that i use like not not supplement products but like healing pads and things of that sort yeah. and um he had talked to one of my customers and um, about an issue that she was having and, you know, resolved it real quickly. And apparently she was ranting and raving about my, her services with me. And he comes back, he's like, well, I guess you're the go-to girl, you know, because <laughs> this girl is ranting and raving about you. 
And, and the first thing I thought of was like, the only reason I can do this is because I have companies like Cellcor and Therasage was the other one um, that I get their healing pads and water systems and things like that. And the only yeah. reason I could do this is because I have companies I partner with <laughs> that really have solved the problem for us. I just was smart enough to look for the answers. <laughs> I know. You know, I know, but people. you know, it's all about getting it out there. And like, we're, when you're on like the front lines working with people and seeing the great results. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So let's, re let's tie this back to the athletes. So um, I know you're doing the, the cell core protocol with the athletes as well. Um, so let's talk about their cognitive function. How, how is this um, improving that? So, I mean, even just speaking to them, I, I, one person in particular, I mean, I would treat him a lot. And, you know, we never really even spoke that much. He was just kind of quiet until like, you know, and always on his phone. And I realized with him, like he was starting to converse more, like, and I just saw a more of a mental clarity, more of a presence. And, and I don't even know if I said it to that person, but I'm his, his cognition, like he didn't have to ask me questions numerous times over and over again. So even just that, like I'm talking, I would tell this person one instruction and then I would leave. And then they were asking me again what it was. I, and then I was sending them a video. And then the next day, I'm not even kidding. They were like, what was that thing? And I'm like, well, you can just scroll up. Like I noticed those kind of things mm -hmm. even better. So I think that, you know, not only for performance, but actual, and like they need proper cognition also for quick kind of responses on the ice. And so you're seeing them respond better or not get hit as much because they're kind of quicker. And I just feel like for their brain, it's, I mean, not just for performance, but so they don't get degeneration in their brain. It's been really cool watching them. Yeah. And what about emotionally as well too? Yeah. So less anxiety, like I said, anxiety was a huge one for a lot of them and it's their, you know, the same media pressures are still there, but their ability to cope gets better. And we know that happens when the cells less toxic, when the gut is balanced, because, you know, there's certain studies that I was reading and, you know, they're treating anxiety with like high dose uh, lactobacillus rhamnosus and, and that increases GABA. So, you know, because we can all have the same stressors, but one day we're spiraling out of control and then the next day we're better and we're able to sleep. So I'm noticing that, that that's improving with them. And that's a lot of their main, a lot of the main complaints for a lot of them. So it's actually, it's helping a ton by lowering that toxic load and rebalancing the gut and getting the drainage going. So it's, and it helped for me too, because like I said, I, suffered with anxiety and you know sense of impending doom and you know just when intrusive thoughts mm -hmm. intrusive thoughts where you're worried about people dying or whatever like a lot of them when I started saying that that's what I was having they're like that's what I get you know and so mm -hmm. by clearing out everything that we talked about then they they have much less of that and the same stressors are still present yeah. so yeah, can you imagine how many people with this coronavirus, you know, this is already a huge challenge, what we're talking about, not just with athletes, but with the general public. And then you yeah. throw something like the coronavirus and being on lockdown and who yeah. knows what's happening in the world on top of that. It, I, I mean, 
you were already feeling like this before any of this even happened, right? Yeah. And I, I, I can't even imagine how people are going to re respond that haven't done a, a protocol like this. I know. I know. I feel like it's a good time for everyone to start because we're all like, it's time for people to focus on their health. Because if you look at coronavirus and who it kills, it's everyone with comorbidities that being in this type of lifestyle and doing these protocols help to correct. Exactly. You know? yeah. I, I think if anything, it needs to open up like, or give us a whole new uh, view on the way to look at how we're actually dealing with these chronic issues that people have. And maybe it'll be a wake up call because, you know, everyone talks, thinks that you can just create a vaccine, create a vaccine for this. And then it, it morphs like these are smart microbes. Like, and, and I think it's actually a very important time to highlight that these tiny little invisible microbes are wiping humans out. So how can we not think of how important it is to take care of our gut microbiome, right? Like, because yes. you can't see it. So people can't, um, they don't understand. They can't understand how much it, our health depends on it. Like, mm -hmm. because it's invisible. It's like, oh, these invisible bugs are like protecting me. Well, this invisible bug is literally killing thousands of people. So can we give respect to the bugs now? Like, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I bet you anyone that's listening to this podcast is probably like, oh, <laughs> right? like, the, the way you explained that was just so profound. I mean, it is, it, it goes back to the bugs. And if we have things like glyphosate, radiation, mm -hmm. um, and the, and, and these are, okay, these are invisible bugs that we're yeah. up against. It's, it's, it's a demon we can't even see. I know. And, what about the ones that are bigger? I mean, when you know when people start taking that mimosa pudica, I mean, some big stuff starts to come out of them that they're just like, I can't believe that was living in me. I mean, I had some of that too myself. So did I, yeah. It's, it, you're like, okay, wow. And if you think of how long the intestine is and how much can be living in there, like if you were to unravel our small intestine, I think, what do they say? It could go around a tennis court twice or something. Like, can you imagine like what's lurking in there now after you do like these protocols, like you're like, or you start to see what's lurking in there. So I think it's, it's eye opening. And you're right. Those bigger parasites, they also house these smaller viruses, retroviruses, all of these toxins. So like get them out. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And you know, I've been talking about, certain types of uh, antivirals people can do and things of that sort. Mm -hmm. And I've had people reach out to me because I've been uh, talking about the coronavirus and um, some things that they can do. But really, once I start getting them on the phone, I realize they just need to do this protocol. <laughs> and I we know. need to kind of figure out where they're at because I can start giving them antivirals and that's mostly like phase three and phase four. But what exactly. if they don't even have phase one conquered and their gut is all plugged up? You want to mm -hmm. start moving out uh, bigger, you know, these smaller pathogens that, you can't even, you might have a blockage in there. You know, your bowels are not moving. You're not going to very good. With the virus things. Like I've been talking to people about, okay, when you get home, rinsing out your nose, like cleaning your ears, I'm talking about biomolecular oxygen and using like silver hydrosalts just to get those. So we're not spreading these invisible bugs to people because we know that they just manifest in there until if you get, if you even get symptoms because healthier people aren't really exhibiting any um, symptoms half the time. So, you know, that's kind of like, I'm coaching people on that, but really, yeah, when, when you're going to get to the point where you're actually creating health, like you have to do what we were just talking about. And that's 
draining, getting the bigger bugs, then getting those retroviruses and those deeper cleans, like, and then working on the immune system. But we didn't even mention the mitochondria, like how important right. is the mitochondria. Yeah, go ahead and talk about that. Well, I mean, I'll tell you, you know, we all learn about the mitochondria, even in high school. You know, I always kind of bring that up to people. Most of the time, they don't remember the Krebs cycle or anything, because obviously, it's from a long time ago. But part of my journey to getting better, or actually, the, the thing that got me into functional medicine, when they started throwing out things like multiple sclerosis at me, I found Dr. Terry Walls. And it was through her TED Talk that got me into functional medicine. So and it's called minding your mitochondria. And she talks about all of the things that your mitochondria needs to uh, function. And I've done 1000s of organic acid tests, which in the organic acid, you can see each step of the Krebs cycle. And if people are in need of the cofactors that help you make energy, because that's for those of people listening that don't know what the mitochondria does, I like to explain it as it's a smaller cell within the cell, because it does have its own, you know, mitochondrial DNA and all of that. So anyways, I'm going off topic, but it makes us, it makes energy at a cellular level. We, nothing, we cannot function when we're not, when our mitochondria aren't working, right? That's when we start exhibiting disease and, or symptoms that can turn into disease. So when I'm doing tests on people that it shows me each step of the mitochondria where the last step is cellular energy, we see that almost no one has is doing a great job, right? So we always have to support the mitochondria. So that's why it was amazing when they came out with Mito ATP um, because it's like a power charger for our mitochondria. Yeah. Yeah, that one definitely is a game changer as well. At first, I was a little slow to pick it up. Uh, and then until I was hearing other people's stories, because <laughs> yeah. it is a little bit of an expensive supplement. So you want to know if you're promoting oh, yeah. it, why? <laughs> yeah. And no, if it works, sure. then I'm, I will promote it. But uh, I yeah. had to test that one on myself at first, too. And um, I, I definitely have been feeling that kind of perks timer where you're just like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Oh, my God, I'm detoxing. Oh, my God, yeah. this is amazing. Yeah. Oh, my God, I'm yeah, detoxing. Yeah, for sure. So you definitely have to start people off slow with that. But, yeah, I've been supporting people's mitochondria in other ways, obviously, um, because this wasn't available to us. Mm -hmm. So there are some great products that are like covering all the bases of what our mitochondria needs. But this one seems to like, they seem to make products that just really like get into the cell, you know? Like right. Yeah. It's quickly. a nanoparticleized. I mean, you can't even see it. I mean, you put it in your water and you can almost even barely taste it. So mm -hmm. it's so it's nice even for ch children because you can sneak it in there <laughs> and they don't know. even know or yeah. people that are very taste sensitive too. Um, yeah. And it, it does a job. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, you had mentioned the oxygen too. That's been one of my favorites lately as well with, well, it's just in general, there's so many good things about it, but yeah. from the athletes to the coronavirus. And so why don't you expand on, on some of that? Well, I mean, oxygen is obviously very important for, we can't survive without oxygen, but like for it to get to our actual cells, like it, it needs to be highly bioavailable, which I mean, one thing with the biomolecular oxygen is you can use it because oxygen is also an antiviral, antibacterial, because these 
bugs don't like oxygen. They're anaerobic, which means they're, they like low oxygen and they're, that's where they thrive. So um, you have that effect. Like I know someone with um, chronic sinusitis that I had them doing a rinse with the biomolecular oxygen through their neti pot and that helped to get rid of that. Um, you can take it orally, you can nebulize it. So you can actually um, use it in so many different ways. They think they call it like the Swiss army knife of their kind of products because you can use it in so many ways and it's just so beneficial for oxygenation of tissue. And we were talking about the mitochondria and the mitochondria needs oxygen to function, to make the most energy for us. So and the least byproducts. So I think that it's, it's just, and you, and it's, you can't access liquid oxygen anywhere else. Like there was one company that makes those air aerosol um, pumps that a lot of the guys were using to, to breathe in, but it's like an aerosol can, which is not very environmentally friendly. And I know even people that are on ventilators can take this biomolecular oxygen and be off their ventilator for a few hours. So I think wow. it's, amazing yeah. product yeah yeah no it's, it's very powerful for sure mm -hmm. so my last question to you is if we don't really start cleaning up people's guts like even taking this up to a whole nother notch like how what do you think is going to happen in this world i mean I, we already kind of talked about it we see how these little tiny bugs are wiping people out and i think that if we don't get ahead of this and start really getting this out there to the masses where everyone knows that like if we think about our dogs like people deworm their dogs like twice a year and yet we never like do any sort of cleanse like that for ourselves so i think that if we're going to stop these chronic diseases from taking over then um these are going to be the protocols and the medicine of the future and it's all preventative like we don't want to get to a point where where we are at the mercy of an invisible virus right and this is how we strengthen ourselves if you if this virus came out 10 years ago when i was suffering i would have had it by now and maybe i would have i feel like i feel like i could have been taken out by anything i felt very vulnerable mm. and i think that that these products and these protocols, they're making you feel stronger. Like mm. that vulnerability that people who aren't well know what I'm talking about when they, when they hear that word vulnerable and you, you don't want to feel that way. So it's empowering for your body to feel strong. And then we can work on the mental, emotional and all the other things that empower us even more. So I feel like that's, this is just the way to go. Mm -hmm. Definitely. All right, Dr. Steph. So where can people find you if they want to find you, if they are interested in working with you or looking at your research and things of that sort? So we're doing a whole revamp and I've, you know, I've been, like I said, really focused on being on the front lines and I see tons of patients in both capacities. So I'm just to get my, the word out there of everything I'm doing, we're revamping my website, but right now you can find it at healyourgutfirst.com. And, um, you know, you can put in your email and we'll reach out to you and we can do a, a call and I can explain everything we're doing, but we're, we're working on getting way more information out there about what we are doing. And also, um, Instagram is Vegas clinic and, or it's actually at Dr. S. Canistro, but it's going to be changed to just Vegas clinic and you can find me there. And then as I ramp up my social media, you'll be able to find me.
everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and that's Vegas, V-A-G-U-S, not Vegas yeah, like Las not Vegas. Vegas. <laughs> not like Las Vegas, yeah. Actually, the guy that did my marketing that came up with, or, or that we kind of came up together with the Vegas clinic, he's like, it sounds like Vegas. I'm like, I don't really want it to sound like that, but <laughs> anyway. It's okay, you know, there's a lot of athletes in Vegas, so they might. <laughs> that's true, there you go. Or, or they're starting to at least have a lot more with the Raiders going there, and then you got the hockey yeah. team there too. And, they have hockey, yeah. Um, yeah. They have a women's basketball team. I used to live there, actually. Oh, yeah. A few months yeah, ago. I, <laughs> I still love Vegas, they're, they're, my, they're my people. All right. Well, thank you guys all for listening to this wonderful show. I, I'm so grateful to have Dr. Steph on here, share expertise and really show how she's dialing in with people's gut and how it affects even athletes and the general public in, in general. And so it's exciting that we have these answers and people don't need to suffer. So thanks again, Dr. Steph, for coming thank on the you. show. Thanks yeah. so much. It was a pleasure. All right, we'll tune in next week. I'm Dr. Jacqueline. I'm here so you know. Take care. My super immunity boost juice guide is now available on thewellnesstrinity.com. You'll learn how to grow broccoli microgreens, the ingredients I put in my green juice, and super nutritious supplements you can add to enhance your immune system. Again, go to thewellnesstrinity.com and you'll receive your free super immunity boost juice guide. Thank you for listening to the Wellness Trinity Podcast. Be sure to subscribe for more wellness tips to help you achieve optimal health. Don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best content. See you on the next episode.